It's Monday night. Welcome everybody to Unsportsmanlike here on Know Your News. Jared Bailey alongside Greg Cherry. I'm Greg Cherry. He's Jared Bailey. You know the deal. I don't know why I introduced you first, but hey, whatever. Um, it, it, it's that kind of week in football that you know you lose your mind. I thought last week was insane. This week, half of the games didn't even make sense. Yeah, no, it was fun. Um, a lot of comebacks yesterday, like big comebacks in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, in terms of uh, exciting games, there wasn't a shortage of that. Um, it is warm in my house today. There's something wrong with our AC. Like, it's on, but it's not working, f- like, fully. And it's pissing me off because I'm hot and it's warm but, and I well, hate the heat. Yeah, so I, that's I, where I'm at. With, yeah, I'll stand with you in solidarity and turn mine off. Um, so, so let's get into the weird week of football. First of all, we're going to start in what I like to call the WAC conference in college football, the Western Athletic Conference. And fluky things happen uh, when you play football. And this is probably one of the worst ones because uh, the quarterback, I wasn't sure if it was for Sam Houston State University or whoever the other team was. I tried looking who, up who it was and couldn't find any information. But the quarterback threw a pick after he hit the referee with the football. Referees need to say the fuck out of the way. I don't understand why they need to be in the middle of the field. I, I see that a lot. It's like that's some sort of he has some sort of job. I can't remember what. But yeah, they're in the way. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. I say that as if I play. I don't, but Whenever I see something like this, like I get pissed off for the players. Yeah, I, I just don't understand because it doesn't just happen on the college level. You see it happen in the NFL too. I don't sure. remember what game I was watching that um, a pass was thrown and the referee was basically. It might have been Notre Dame, Ohio State, and the referee was basically in the way. And if he was a player on the field, it probably would have been offensive pass interference. That, that's how badly he was in the way of the defense. Yeah, I mean, refs just uh, refs aren't great. They're in the way. I'm not. Like, I get that they have a job to do and whatnot. And I don't remember the name of that exact official, but it's in every game. It doesn't happen very often. It happens often enough where we see stuff like this. But either way, get out of the way. Move. Move, bitch. Get, get out, out the way. way. Get out the get way, out bitch. The way, bitch. Get out Who the sings way. that? Is that Ludacris? Oh, frick. Like I know the song and you're going to question my like knowledge of music. It's not my genre of choice. No, um, me either. But I feel like it's ludicrous. That sounds right. I feel like it is ludicrous. I'm looking it up. Introduce okay. the next thing. I'll, I'll let you know. Well, actually, while you look that up, I'm going to plug this. Uh, KYNchats.com. Uh, if you want to submit something to us to have read on the air, you want to join the discussion. It's all about football tonight. So I know I normally do baseball and soccer and hockey and other stuff. Well, hockey, not yet because season hasn't started, but we're talking all about football tonight. KYNchats.com. Leave something there. We will uh, add you into the conversation of the show. It was ludicrous. I figured it was. As soon as you said it, it made it like something clicked in. I was like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was Usher. Not my, um, not my genre of choice either. Um, speaking of officials, 
Um, th this one's not really. I mean, I guess it could be a pain in the butt. It could be the difference in the game. Um, University of Texas, San Antonio, and Army actually went to overtime. Oh, the Utes are Roadrunners. <laughs> yes. I love um, them. The Utes are Roadrunners. Um, that's what they're, they're called. I know that's what they're called. <laughs> the nice colors of like red and or red, uh, like a dark blue, a decent orange. I usually hate orange, but I mean, it works there. The, the logo kicks ass. The name's cool. It's mm -hmm. unique. There's too many bulldogs. There's too many tigers. There's too much of all this regular shit. It's nice to see a, a university be like, you know what? You motherfuckers, we're the road runners, and you're going to fucking like it. And I love it. I hope the Utah Roadrunners win the national championship. <laughs> like, I'm all in on the Utah Roadrunners. There you go. I, I mean, if you put that, if you put Utah, like, just made a bet to be like, hey, I'm going to put $100 down that they win the national championship. Can you imagine the odds of the payout if they actually did? The $6 billion payout that you'd get? Yeah, yeah, it would be pretty fucking great. I, I think you'd bankrupt Las Vegas at that point. Fine by me. I do have a parlay. You want to hear the one after? All right, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let you know about this parlay real quick. It's four legs, anytime touchdowns. It's $5 to win $11,000. Um, uh, there's a James Cook. Jalen Rager, Jamison Crowder, and Adam Thielen. I just need them to score touchdowns tonight, and then I'll be happy. I'll look like a genius. Although Jalen Rager didn't play an offensive snap last week, but he's playing his former team, and I feel like they're going to try to get him the ball. So uh, the Utah Roadrunners continue. <laughs> uh, after this, we'll discuss fantasy football because I, I feel like I need I therapy. Um, but Utah and Army went to overtime. And, you know, typically when you go to overtime, the referees do a coin flip. You determine who gets the ball first in college, who's going to defend what end zone or whatever. Um, but in this case, when they flip the coin, it bounced off the Utah Roadrunner's helmet. Or it might have been Arby's. I don't know. But it, it bounced oh. off the helmet of one of the players and they had to reflip. How hard is it to throw a freaking coin? I don't look know. how like, good Utah's uniforms look. Oh my goodness, look at that. There's a dope logo on the helmet. The all whites look good. They got the bird's eye on the shoulder with the beat. That's dope. That that is slick. That's nice. That is very cool. I'm just infatuated with the Utah Roadrunners. Jared's gonna change his profile picture to a roadrunner. I've got a pretty dope profile picture, so I can't really change it unless I get another good picture of myself put in front of an NFL logo. Um but when that day comes, that's that'll be the only time I change it. Right now, I think it's a pretty good one. Um, I don't really change my profile picture. I think I've changed my profile picture like three times in the past like year and a half. Yeah. It stays pretty consistent. You could make it like your cover photo on Twitter. You know the thing. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. I need a new Twitter header. There you go. My my current one is a fan at Ric Flair's last match held up a sign that said Jarrett Country. So. I... <laughs> That's what it is right now. I mean, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I want to bring up my fantasy football because I feel like I'm on friggin' life support. I'm beating Sean by 23 right now, and I still have Derrick Henry to play, so I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, I need the Bills to score like 56 points tonight, which I guess is possible because I, I mean, have 
for over betters, that sounds lovely. Yeah. Um, I have Stefan Diggs, Devin Singletary, and Ian McKenzie. McKenzie and Diggs both scored touchdowns last week. But I need them to go off. Because who who is uh, Yippie Kaye Justin Tucker's? Who is Yippie Kaye Justin Tucker's? Let me look. Um, Fantastic fantasy football team name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yippie Kaye Justin Tucker's. Who are you? I'll figure it out. Give me a second. But what about him? Um, oh, it's Rob. It's Rob Wilkins. Oh, yeah. Rob is kicking my ass right now. Oh, so okay. Like, I am losing by 50 points. And he, he still is. has Miles Sanders and Thielen. So, I, here, just to give everybody a rundown of our fantasy football standings real quick. So, the AEW division, uh, SP3, uh, Benjamin Raven, and I are all 1-0 currently. Um, and then Jeremy Lambert is 0-1. Sean Ross Sapp is 0-1, and Tempest is 0-1. That's the AEW division. Mm-hmm. WWE division, Rob Wilkins is 1-0. Um, Stefan is 1-0, or Steven. I can never pronounce his name correctly because it's spelled, it's spelled Stefan, goddammit. Steven is 1-0. Louis Dangor is 1-0. Shut up. And then um, Romeo, Greg Cherry, and Rick are 0 and 1 in the WWE division. Um it looks like I'm going to be 2 and 0. Um let me see if I can pull up Let me see if I can pull up SP3's matchup real quick and see what uh see how he's doing. Show league matchups. There we go. Okay. So, Tempest is beating Jeremy Lambert by a lot. So, it looks like Tempest is going to be 1 and 1. Jeremy's going to be 0 and 2, I believe. And then yeah, oh my what the hell happened to your team? You, I don't have tight ends. Okay. Which I know isn't like the major factor here. Um, Rogers still didn't meet his point uh, differential, even though he had a great game against uh, the Bears. But I don't know. Cincinnati's defense is terrible. Like Cole Komet didn't get a catch again. Justin Fields threw the ball 11 times last night. Yeah. I don't think he even threw it to come at once because I, I watched that game. Kittle still hurt, so that doesn't help. I, I don't know what happened, but, like, I should not be doing this poorly. It looks like Louie's going to win, too. So it looks like Louie's going to be 2-0 and because he still has Jalen Hurts and Dallas Goddard. Although he didn't remove Gabe Davis from his lineup, who is out tonight. And he doesn't have anybody on his bench that he could have put in. So it looks like Louie might actually. He's still projected to win because Steven's team is just blowing right now. So Louie might escape with a win. I mean, I get that. It doesn't help that Rob had Lamar Jackson, who decided to have one of the games of his career, even though the Ravens lost. Yeah. SP3 is currently ranked number one. In our league, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he is. Because he had a, a hell of a ton of points last week. I just need George Kittle to come back. I need Keenan Allen to come back healthy. That way I have a little more confidence in my team. He's going to have a lot of points this week, too. My goodness. Start I don't Cooper even know who to get for points. a tight end at this point. Because the tight end like thing is thin. Kittle didn't do much of anything. Of course, 
the Saints didn't do much of anything yesterday. Pat Fryermuth's my starting tight end. He gets me like 12 points a week so far, so I'm happy about that. Austin Hooper is my backup tight end. I might have to drop Cole Komet if Fields doesn't got throat a little. But as soon as I do, he's going to get like two or three touchdowns or something in one game. I don't blame that on Justin Fields. I blame that because the Bears are a dumpster fire. Well, so is my team. So this is somebody who covers the Chicago Bears as well, saying that they're god-awful. Just awful. Speaking of awful, and I appreciate the transition, we're going to talk about last Monday night's game, Denver and Seattle. And all I have here is a picture of <laughs> Hackett. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, being a head coach in the NFL is a tough job. I get that. But this man is having a terrible go of it. Um, losing to Seattle week one. He has a minute left, fourth and five. Wastes 30 seconds before calling a timeout. Kicks a 64-yard field goal from Wyoming. The Seahawks called a timeout beforehand, though, and McManus sent it wide left. In that time, Nathaniel Hackett didn't think, hmm, eh, maybe a field goal isn't the right idea. No, no, no. He marched Brandon McManus right back out there, kicked the field goal again. It was long enough, but he missed it again, and then the Seahawks escaped with a win over Denver. Now, Denver did win this past week, but they only beat Houston 16-9. to I don't know, man. This is not good for Denver whatsoever. You've got that quarterback that you're paying that amount of money for and that you gave that much up for, and you march out a kicker on fourth and five. And to kick a field goal from 64 yards makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, what is it with coaches who have Russell Wilson and they just make terrible decisions? I don't know. Yes, I'm looking at you, Pete Carroll, Super Bowl 49. Yeah, it's um, – I don't know. I don't get it either. Absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. I mean, at least Russ can say he has one ring. Yeah, I mean, if look, he else. should have two. Um, he should and have. His, and you know what? There's nothing that we can really do about that now. But, you know, hopefully Hackett figures his stuff out. I mean, look, you can give him, you know, the benefit of the doubt. Okay, it's his first game as head coach. Give him some time. But, uh, yeah, yesterday didn't really help his case. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring up a play also from last week. Uh, because I don't have a uh, Packers-Bears one, but I do have a Packers-Vikings play. And this one is Christian Watson dropping a pass while he's wide open. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers wasn't happy about that. Um, that kind of set the tone for the entire game because Green Bay couldn't get anything going offensively. Rodgers didn't throw a touchdown. Minnesota had their way with Green Bay's defense. And Christian Watson, yeah, he dropped the ball, handed to him on a silver platter. And then Aaron Rodgers looked pissed. By the way, let me say this. Aaron Rodgers looks slightly pissed when something like that happens, but Tom Brady can scream in the face of all his offensive linemen. And we talk about Tom Brady as being this great leader and Aaron Rodgers being a prick. I don't get it. Never understood that whatsoever. I mean, I feel like there's more like media love for Tom Brady. It's like, oh, look at everything he's done. But like Rogers gets frustrated. Yeah, he has a ring, but like, I I don't get the difference either. And now that you say stuff like that, it makes me think, man, I forgot to put the clip of Tommy Reese like cussing out his quarterback. Uh, I, I mean, really, I can I mean, talk about that briefly because I watched Notre Dame and uh, Cal. They almost lost that game too. They tried their hardest. They did try, but fortunately, 
Saturday was a happy day. Hey, don't um, worry. Hey. Penn State demolished Auburn, and now they're ranked number 14. So we are Penn State. Great Notre job. Dame's 25th somehow. That's horrendous. That is perfect. Hey, I'm not absolutely I'm not going to say I don't think they deserve to be 25th. They don't deserve to be 35th. <laughs> they're horrible. Horrible. I mean, here's the thing. Drew Pine provided a spark to the offense that Tyler Butler didn't. Both of those guys sound like just nobody. Here's the, I think there's a thing with names. Hear me out. Nobody's going to be afraid of a guy named Drew Pine. But the name LeBron James, like, does that not just yeah. sound like fucking greatness? Or mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant? Peyton Manning, like God, like nobody's going to be afraid of a guy named Jimmy Clausen. Fuck. Okay, I Get have no idea there. how Jimmy Clausen got drafted to the NFL. I'm he was a second round pick too, if I'm not mistaken. Second or third round pick. His best team was six and six. Because he played for Notre Dame, Greg. That th- listen, I'm for Notre Dame players being drafted when they're good. When they suck, I don't think they should be drafted. Who was it that got drafted from Notre Dame, quarterback from Notre Dame a few years ago? Ian Book? No, not Ian Book. I liked Ian Book because Ian, Ian Book was fine. Yeah. Um, crap. Yeah, after that, you, you lost me. I have no idea. He played for Green you. Bay. He might have been a backup at Green Bay. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, God damn it. This does sound familiar. Balls, who was it? Oh, it's going to piss me off. Hold on. I'm going to find this out Okay, because it's going to piss me off. Well, while we're talking about college briefly, um, I'm going to bring up this clip of Dabo Sweeney, who was running out of the tunnel for the Clemson game and decided he wanted to run the 40-yard dash by himself, it seemed. Because he ran, he literally ran all the way, and I apologize for the quality of the clip. He ran all the way to midfield. Not a teammate around him. Nobody from the Tigers around him. But he just sprinted out onto the field like somebody owed him money. Yeah, this is funny. I saw a TikTok. Somebody had like uh, set John Cena's theme song to this. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. I enjoyed that. Oh, by the way, uh, Deshaun Kaiser. Yes, Deshaun Kaiser. Let me let me rant on Deshaun Kaiser for a little bit. He's another guy who I have no idea how he got drafted by the NFL. Because his last season at Notre Dame, Notre Dame went four and eight. He was a first round pick, too. By Cleveland, which no surprise. He's either a first round, like late first round pick or an early second. I mm, I'd have to look at that. The fact he that he been was drafted at all is what boggles my mind because Deshaun Kaiser was not a good quarterback. Like Cleveland found, he was the quarterback for the Browns when they went 0-16. Fun fact. And exactly. It's like, how can you take a quarterback from a 4-8 team? Like, if I was a general manager, I'd say, why would I want a quarterback who can't even lead a college team to a winning season? Yeah, wins aren't a quarterback stat. I understand. Like, Josh Rosen... Oh, that's a bad example. <laughs> bad example. 
I'd have to look at like like Josh Allen's teams at Wyoming. I assume weren't national powerhouses, you know? Yeah, and I mean Roethlisberger was from Miami of Ohio, which I believe is a Division two school. Because I don't yeah. know. So, are they no, 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 they're not Division two. They play in the uh, American Conference. No. Yeah, they're they're just low smaller school Division one. Yeah, yeah. It just makes no sense. I hated the Deshaun Kaiser draft. It's like. I felt bad for Cleveland, honestly. I was gonna say that's the draft that they they selected David Njoku as well, which I mean he's still there, he's fine. Mm-hmm. But the, but the Kaiser draft, I I just didn't understand. Don't know, man. Don't. I can't complain too much about Jimmy Clausen because legit, he was on my roster when I won a, my first fantasy football championship. Like he he was like, which it didn't make any sense, but. Because the league I was in was actually you could flex a quarterback. Oh, I don't do that. I've never been able to, to play in those. That's just never been my my bread and butter. I mean, it works for me. <laughs> but that, but that league also you could get six points for passing touchdowns. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm sure the the scores were outrageous. Oh, they were absolutely outrageous. Mm-hmm. I I had like over 200 points multiple times through that season. It is so hot. Um, all right. Well, good thing we only got a couple of pictures left. I want your opinion on this. As we were talking about the Cleveland Browns, Brownie the Elf. All right. I'm going to go against the grain here. I don't hate it. Okay. Like, I thought it was fine. Like, I don't love it, but there was like people who were like legitimately pissed off about it. I couldn't care less. Like, it doesn't, I'm not for it. I'm not against it. I'm not, I'm indifferent about it. It's fine. It's one of those things is why don't they just make that their logo? You know, as opposed to an I don't want it to be their logo. No, 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 no. It's not now. Don't do that. Yeah, that's the line. Yeah. If you want it to be your midfield logo is like a you know, a nice cute little th- like homage to like a throwback thing, that's fine. Don't don't make it your primary logo. No, 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 no. I like the brown helmet. Their primary logo is an orange helmet. I think it's good. I like it. It was better when they had the. It was better when they had the gray face mask. I don't like the brown face mask. I mean, but at least that's brown. You know? I don't like it. Gray face mask is better. Okay. Not a fan. Yeah. They went back to the good uniforms, not the shit. At like the ones that they wore from like twenty fifteen to twenty nineteen, oh, fucking terrible. The Cleveland written across it, just too many colors going on and clashing. They they did a good job of going back to their original uniforms that they wore forever. Now they just need to bring back either a white face mask or a gray face mask, and all will be well. Well, all not all will be well in Cleveland for obvious reasons, but at least at least they'll look good. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get into Cleveland's misfortunes in just a minute. But uh, the the final picture that I have before we talk into the insanity that was week two uh, comes from Thursday night football. And this is where Travis Kelsey got lifted up and spine bustered right into the. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was a textbook spine buster that would make triple H or Batista proud. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs as well. There's a really good one. Arn Anderson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Either way, the um, great job by Derwin James. Yeah, Derwin James. Uh, textbook technique. 
He did pop the ball out, but you know, Kelsey was down, so it wasn't a fumble. Sure. That was also a crazy game. Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs won on a 99-yard pick six. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes had four interceptions that were all called back. And then uh, Asante Samuel couldn't hold on to a 99-yard pick six. And Jalen Watson did. It's a difference in that game. Yeah. I, I always, whatever I thought of Asante Samuel, I don't know why I always went to the Lion King. Do, do you remember? Uh, Asante Samuel, yeah, that's why. Well, no, like, not like even that part. Um, when, when, like, the monkey Rafiki was, like, doing the the squash banana, we, we knew, I always started that with Asante Samuel, squash banana, we, we knew, it, uh, former Bears receiver Taylor Gabriel told me that when he plays golf, he says Ben Jarvis Green Ellis on his <laughs> uh, on his uh, backswing and follow through. That is such an obscure, like an obscure ref. Like if you know, you know. Like if you watch football, you know who Ben Jarvis. Yeah. Green I reacted that same way when he told me that, and made me laugh. Uh, okay, let's talk about week two. Let's talk first. We talked about the Browns a lot, so we're going to talk about them some more. The Browns and the Jets. There was a stat out there, which I wish I would have captured, that when a team is leading by 13 points or more with two minutes left in the game, they had won 2,209, I believe that was the number, consecutive games. Mm-hmm. The last team to lose a 13 point or more lead with less than two minutes to go was the Cleveland Browns. That sounds about right. Yeah, in 2001. I just, I just don't understand. Like, how do you let Joe Flacco do that to you? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, if Nick Chubb would have just slid. Whenever he had the ball, I mean, the Jets didn't have any timeouts. So they score, they go up 30 to 17. And then somehow Corey Davis ends up without anybody within 30 yards of him. So he just kind of, okay, <laughs> prances into the end zone. Even then, though, everybody's like, okay, they're not going to get the onside kick. No one ever gets the onside kick. Well, they got the goddamn onside kick. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Flacco hits Garrett Wilson on a slant that was a dot in the end zone. And the Jets win. And I laughed. I laughed very hard. It was very funny. I laughed hard too. And it's funny because Cade York was like the hero of the world last week. And now he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's the thing. The Browns are, you know, a, a missed 58 yard field goal away from being Owen two. Mm-hmm. Now that host Pittsburgh Thursday night in Cleveland game. I'm not confident in whatsoever. I'm not either. That's a Steelers fan. So we'll see. I mean, th- things are going to be very ugly, I believe, until TJ Watt comes back. It's not going to help the offense at all. The but. good news is that they're playing Jacoby Brissett, but the bad news is that they're playing Mac Jones with nobody receivers last week, and they and, and they lost. So, yeah, I, I don't get it. Well, speaking of teams that blew leads, the Baltimore Ravens and the Miami Dolphins. I honestly have no idea how that happened to Baltimore. Yeah, two miscommunications that let Tyreek Hill get behind everybody. 
Here's the thing. If Marcus Peters turns around on the first one, it's an interception because Tua yeah. Tungvaluwa's arm is about as strong as mine. <laughs> hey, he threw six touchdowns yesterday. You can't... Hey, that's great. Watch the tape. He didn't look very good. It was Their offensive game plan is Tua's going to throw it as hard as he can. It's still not very hard. Tyreek Hill will try to find it. That's their game plan. Yeah. Now, look, credit where it's due. I mean, he helped lead them back. That's fine. I, I don't feel any different about Tua Tagovailoa today than I did yesterday. <laughs> not not in the slightest. Yeah, fantasy fantasy owners loved him, I'm sure. Stat them. I'm sure that they did. That was more Baltimore's defense blowing it than it was Tua Tagovailoa being, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Although Lamar's hail mary at the end was kind of dog shit. Yeah, not the greatest there from Lamar. No, but like I feel like it landed like just outside the end zone. Yeah, it did. It did. And Rashad Bateman started throwing a bitch fit because they didn't call a PI. Yeah. It's like the ball wasn't even close. That's another thing I want to rant about before I get into the Cardinals and uh, the Raiders. Pass interference when the ball is like five yards out of bounds or uncatchable. Why do they still call it? Well, usually they don't. Like Usually there's pretty good no calls on it. They'll get the occasional one that makes no sense that they'll call for like illegal contact or something. But for the most part, I thought that they've been okay. Uh, with PIs so far this year. So as long as they keep that up. Yeah, maybe it's just college that I've noticed that. But it's it's ridiculous. All right. Cardinals and the Raiders. Yeah, I made money on this game. I was pretty happy. Poor Hunter Renfro, man. (laughs) He had it rough. Here's the thing. My my bets weren't doing great all yesterday. I was pissed off because I had a cash out option for the I took Ravens minus three and a half. Yeah. And they were winning 28-7. I think the cash out option was like $3 less than what I would have made. I was like, ah, no. Might as well have like a good bet win. And then the the Ravens defense fucked me. Um, (laughs) So I made a quick one, like a quick same game parlay before the Raiders game just to see if I can make any money back. And they were winning 20 to nothing. And part of the parlay was Kyler Murray, anytime touchdown, and Cardinals money line. So like two minutes left in the game. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. Kyler scores a touchdown. I'm like, all right, well, they need the two point conversion to tie. So they do. They get the ball first in overtime, miss fourth down conversion. Car hits Renfro over the middle who fumbles, but the Raiders recover. They try to go to Devontae Adams. The next play it's incomplete, almost intercepted. Renfro gets it again, fumbles again. This time Byron Murphy plucks it, almost throws it out of the end zone before he gets in the end zone. I freaked out a little bit about that. I was like, Oh no, you fucking kidding me. But no, he scored, and then I made a lot of money, and I was very happy. So thank you, Byron Murphy. Thank you, Hunter Renfro. You made me a lot of money yesterday. Gracias. Yes. I, I, that, that's another thing. Like, I know he won the game last night, but you you got to figure that you got to have your head like right here. It's like never throw the ball out of the end zone unless you know for sure you broke the play. We've seen a lot of guys do that. Like John Franklin III, when he was at Florida Atlantic, he did that. He was like the first one who became like meme worthy because of it. So, yeah, I don't know why guys do that. Like, wait till you know you're in and then throw it as hard as you want. Yeah, we, we've seen guys drop the ball behind them as they're running. They're, they're ready to score a touchdown. They drop the ball behind them. Oh, yeah. I think Deshaun Jackson did that a while ago. He like, did do that. When he was yeah. still in Philadelphia, I think, is when he did that. Mm. I forgot about that. There was one play in college. I feel like Clemson was involved, and they might have benefited from it. One guy dropped it, left it out, and was still in the middle of the field of play. Everybody's celebrating. 
And then the team takes it back and scores a touchdown the other way because he dropped it two yards short of the end zone. You'll have that. You wouldn't think the mental aspect of this game would be such a big deal, but things like that, that could cost you the game. Oh, yeah. That's football, mate. All right. I know you have Monday Night Football duties, which there is a game going on right now. Yeah, I know. Um, so I haven't checked the Buffalo score, but I'm sure they haven't done a ton. I mean, it's 7 nothing Buffalo, and they got the ball. Cool. Who scored? I need to know that. Um, well, it's not Diggs, not Singletary, not McKenzie. So I couldn't. Please be Jameson Crowder. <laughs> or James Cook, one of the two. It might have been. I need both of them to score. I was just looking at my Yahoo Fantasy, so I don't have any of them. Oh, boy. So what do you have going on this week? I know, obviously, you're covering Monday Night Football tonight, but what else do you got going on? Um, Stuff for Sports Illustrated USA Today, all that fun stuff, sports not, uh, all 22 stuff. Follow me on Twitter at JBaileyNFL for all of it. Uh, Pump fake that I did today. Uh, just react reacting to yesterday's games and then we'll do another one before this coming Sunday. So probably like Friday, Saturday. All right. And of course you can check me out on the Greg Cherry brand every single Wednesday with the Greg Cherry show. I will be joining Fightful Fightful Football Weekly this Saturday with uh Rob Wilkins and Steven Jensen. So I'm excited about that. Um tell Steven Jensen I say hello. I will do that. Um, I, I I was talking with Steven like months ago saying that they needed to do a football show on Fightful, and here you go. Um, Every time I tweet anything about the Vikings, he comments, hashtag Skull. Yes. He, he, this may be the year for the Vikings. A Bills-Vikings Super Bowl, I'm, I, it might be too early to predict that. but I don't think Vikings will be a Super Bowl team, but I think they'll be a fun playoff team. Very possible. Um, and also this Thursday, Jack of all trades, really excited about the lineup. We got, uh, sats defending the championship again against Adam Pearson against Romeo from true heel heat and against Isa, the NYC demon diva. Really looking forward to that. Adam Pearson, Adam Pearson, Adam Pearson. Adam was the one who did, he was just on master chef UK actually. He's been on Quizlemania. He's been on Jack of All Trades a couple times before. Okay, I feel like I know the name. I just, there's too many. There's too many Adams. I need to figure out. Okay, I know which one he is. Okay, yes. I figured it out. Adam Pearson. Yes. Adam Pearson. Yes. Wonderful. Person. Lovely. Yes. Very wonderful person. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this week's edition of Unsportsmanlike. Thank you very much for joining us. We will be back next week. Probably before Monday Night Football again, if I had to guess. It's probably going to be a recurring theme uh, as the season goes along. And we'll probably return to our 8.30 time slot once the NFL has playoff time. But for Jared Bailey, I am Greg Cherry. We will see you next week here on Unsportsmanlike, right here on Know Your News. Still don't have a tagline. Didn't think of one. Think of one for me. Mm, Yeah, I mean, I've got... uh... Got nothing. Sorry. That was pretty on spot. Pretty on spot. Go Yutsa. <laughs> go go Rote Runners. There you go. All right. Have a good week, everybody. See you next week. Roses are red. Violets are blue. I click the subscribe button. You really should too. 
If you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.